0: Welcome to the Make Ready with the Experts podcast. I'm your host Fernando Coelho. We're here at Panteo Studios bringing you the very best from in and around the firearms industry, covering topics like guns, gear, firearms training, self-defense, and so much more. Everything from industry insights about the latest gear and training techniques to hunting, survival, and empty hands. But this isn't just about the guns, folks. This is about the stories military, law enforcement, and civilian stories of heroics protecting our country, fellow citizens, friends, and neighbors. MakeReady.tv is the official website of Pantio Productions and features over 5,000 segments from world-famous instructors. With new video titles added each month, MakeReady.TV is widely known as the Netflix of firearms training. However, we really do go beyond that. We have survival series. We have empty hands. We have edged weapons. We cover armorer skills. We've done documentaries, even medical and hunting. With your subscription, you will have access to an extensive library of videos. To be quite honest, we got a lot. Be sure to visit MakeReady.tv and subscribe today to stream our exclusive content to any device, anywhere, anytime. This is content that just may save your life or the life of someone you love. This is Fernando from Pantio Productions, and this is our first sit-down interview podcast. We had the opportunity to sit down with Bob Keller right after one of his classes at our range, and to get some insights from Bob. I think you're gonna enjoy this. So Bob, welcome back to the range.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always good to come back here.
0: It's, it's always good having a class here when you're teaching it. I mean, everyone's always talking about the ready up drills. I'm getting tired of hearing about the ready up <laughs> drills. That's all I hear about. <laughs> that's, hey, that's the name of the game. I mean, I could be at the class, I, I could be at the uh, range over here down at the uh, um, office and first thing people walk in and they'll say when's bob going to be coming out i'm like well take a look at the website he's like yeah i gotta do this ready up drills and they'll they'll just come up and do this right in front of me you know it's like
1: that's, that's good that the word's getting out i mean that is really the meat and potatoes of shooting it is I mean, you, gotta, you gotta dial that down first i know i mean in the in the classes I mean, if uh you're taking a class and heard the explanation of like the ready up drills itself um, and that's uh, me being so not passionate about ready up drills, but uh, why they're so important. That's, that's come from years of experience. Right. And I mean, it's, it's simple shit. It's bringing the gun up, getting sight picture, pulling the trigger. Right. Yeah. But that from all the, uh, all the gunfights that I've been in, that was always like at the end of the, at the end of the night, you go back to the hooch and you're thinking about what happened on target and how, how that shooting went. Like it always came back to bringing the gun up, getting sight picture, pulling the trigger. Like that was your constant in shooting. Like all the other shit that people love to do, which is the running and gun and stuff, and the scenario-based and situational-based like training. That's always going to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I know we've talked or I talk about this in the videos itself, but it is always good to uh, reiterate and talk about it. Um, that's. The ready-up drill has to happen in every situation. Bring the gun up, get sight picture, pull the trigger. Doesn't matter if you're shooting from vehicles, from windows, from barriers. That has to happen. All the other stuff is—it's good to train on. But uh, when you say that people are talking about ready-up drills, that—that's awesome to hear. So hopefully, like, that, because that's the boring shit, yeah. right? But if people are wanting to do that, right, and be—and that's becoming. The cool stuff, that's fucking badass. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm winning then, because, I mean, I, before, I started, uh, before I started teaching and, and coming out here and doing the videos, uh, it, it always, not many people would just sit there for hours doing that. Right. Because they, they want to fucking do the running and gunning stuff, which uh, that's fine every once in a while, but that's not your constant in, in gunfights.
0: Well, even our crew, the first time I did a video with you, first yeah. video we did
1: I remember them and,
0: and we're doing it was, it was the carbine video and you're gonna we're gonna do these ready-up drills and we're gonna do these circles and we're gonna be shooting circles and the crew is looking at me like that's all we're doing <laughs> isn't he gonna run I mean it's like no no Honda rolls we're not yeah. doing any of that shit yeah. it's just gonna be the basic drills and to me it was refreshing because what it comes down to is a person buys a carbine a person buys a handgun they have no experience shooting it. So they may have a CWP class, so they learned how to shoot at 15 yards or whatever. Then they watch TV, they read the the magazines, the gun industry magazines. They may watch our videos, but they don't get on the range and practice these basics. They're always just spraying at a target. It's not fun. Exactly, exactly. And we never really said, okay, Here's a video that is just going to be on the fundamental, fundamental basics. And I gotta admit, the ready-up drills, um, while it may seem boring, it's probably the most important thing a person's going to do.
1: <laughs> it, it is, but it is the boring stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, Like how many people have the discipline to go to the range and do ready-up drills for five hours? Well, yeah. Every yeah, day, yeah. for five days a week. Yeah, that would suck. Not many people, right? <laughs> it's true. After an hour of doing ready-up drills, like, well, fuck, I'd like to do some reloads. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. or I want to do some transitions or I want to do moving and shooting. Like, not many people have the discipline to sit there and do that. And it's, I mean, that's that's my job at a class is I'm there to force them to do a shit ton of ready-up drills because I know they wouldn't do it on their own. Right. Uh, in a class, I mean, you're, you're still not getting even close to the amount that you should be doing. Right. Uh but if, if, I, if I had a class for five days, I mean, we'd be doing a couple hours of ready up drills every day. And because I'm forcing them to do that and doing something that they wouldn't actually practice at the end of those five days, or if I, if I had you do it for two months, be a, you'd be amazed on how good of a shooter you become. Right. But no one knows that because they don't have the discipline to do it. They go to the range for maybe 20 minutes, maybe an hour of ready up drills, and then they go to other stuff.
0: Oh, you know. You know, then all of a sudden it's like mag dump. <laughs>
1: yeah, or, or doing the mag dump.
0: Yep, so. yep. Well then when we did your um, pistol video, what was it? Ready up drills. <laughs> <laughs> crew, hey, again. I pride myself on doing the boring stuff. <laughs> At least you're consistent. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the crew were like, so what are you doing now? We're gonna do the same thing that it was in the carbine video. They're like, Oh shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but didn't you say some of those guys at the end were oh, out here doing? They were. They were. They don't want to admit it, but they were doing them.
0: That's awesome. I mean, after we got done filming that and we're in post and then the video comes out and we're filming other stuff. And every time we finish filming, what's cool is most of our crew will stay here at the range and shoot. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back to the house, you know, get a beer, get the cards dumped, you know, just clear my head. And then Tina's like, "Where's where are the guys? <laughs> they're still at the range. They wanna
1: try this shit out. <laughs>
0: exactly, so they're out here in the 360 doing the same thing, yeah. So which is cool. Which is very it cool. It is cool. From the first instructional video we did with Bob to the classes we've hosted, the additional videos we filmed, he's definitely stressed the fundamentals. He's definitely stressed getting those squared away because that is what's gonna save your life. Here's Bob from one of his classes called Operation Blue, a free law enforcement class that he gives out. Let's hear what he's got to say here.
1: All right, so like I said, everyone's gonna be on 10 yards. You're gonna pick uh, cover down behind a target. It's gonna, we're gonna start on the top left uh, top left dot. I'll start you off initially. Shooter ready, standby up. On up, you're gonna come up to that top left target, take one <laughs> single round shot immediately after it going bang, reacquire. Get the gun back on target, know that you could have shot again, finger stays on the trigger, finger or gun stays on fire. Because that's how it would be in real life. All right. Once you know you could have taken another shot, finger comes off trigger, gun goes on safe, you go back to low ready. All right, then it's on you to do that nine more times. Right, that shooter's ready. Stand by find that trigger so it goes boom get the sights back on target but finger finds that trigger Grin. all right so if you had to if you have to gate yes yep that's what i want every time this is slow aim fire all right for at least this magazine i don't care about speed right now i want everything in that black circle very important for you guys going into a hostage situation situ- or into a situation that has hostages, hostages or friendlies. Now, if you're outside fighting, you're point aim, point impact, right? You make injury into a, into a building or into a house, most likely you're gonna have 10 yards and in shots, right? You have to f- remember you have hold off, right? You can't go from shooting point aim, point impact outside, going and shooting at freaking five yards and now be point aim, point impact. You're gonna be f- low.
0: So, all right, I've known you from the very beginning of us doing the videos, when I was first introduced to you. Yep. Still active duty at that time. You're still active duty now.
1: Yep.
0: Okay, how much longer you got?
1: <laughs> so, I got about three weeks until I'm, like, I start hitting my, my, which people, people, most people won't know what I'm talking about, like, like my permissive TUI and then my transitional leave. Yeah, that's all built up yeah uh, so I have about three weeks until I'm done working okay. and then but I won't become and I'll so I'll actually I'll actually clear and do my final out and, and be done but I won't be a civilian until July 31st okay all right but I have so much lead built up I can take that after after I clear uh, and then the, the permissive TDY they give you a month so I have it'll. It's basically vac- vacation time before you're actually out. Got it. Got it.
0: All right, so then you're gonna be out. Yep. We're not gonna have the pressure or <laughs> nonsense anymore of what we can say and can't say filming. <laughs> well,
1: I I don't know. I mean, you have worked with some guys from from there that are out there. I mean, they are they still? Yeah. I mean, there is. What's that term? PNG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Say, yes, that's still a cloud over your dude. head. I don't know why. You should have been a Navy SEAL. Cause I because mean, then you could have done well, anything. They, I know they. You could I, be selling hair gel. It's part of your part of the pipeline to learn how to write books and
0: oh yeah, do movies. I'm write just books. kidding. I'm kidding. No, he's not. No, he's not. He uh, told me to say this.
1: Yeah. Say so yes. I'll be retired. I'll be done. But there is there's still stuff. Yeah, I can't talk about. Right. Know? And and I don't agree with. Like the words you can't say. I mean, fuck their words. You're out. I mean, who cares? Well, like I mean, about a word where you came from. Uh, operational stuff. You know, like training TTPs on stuff. I totally get that. I mean, you don't want that that stuff getting out. So uh, I get that. I get there that. is there is stuff still you can't say, and you know you sign on the dotted line saying you won't. So right. No,
0: I get yeah. it. I mean, if someone else says delta, you didn't say it.
1: That's how, that's how it is. You, I mean, you, it's,
0: you, it's, it's, you just can't, you, you can't say it. I get which, it, whatever. I get it, I get it. Well, and that's why I remember when we first started filming you and we did the carbine video. I remember we I mean, edited- You were
1: trying to get me to say shit, weren't you? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like,
0: so you were the coast guard, right? Yeah. Just, just to get you to say, nah, damn it. I was in the unit, but you know, you never, you never went for it. Yeah. But we finished filming. We're in post, we edit first thing we did is we took a segment from the instructional video of you talking about reloads and you just and and
1: and you I bring it up in every class though and you bashed the reload i didn't bash anything i All right. I, I watched the video after and i was like okay it kind of seemed arrogant which, that was not the fucking case. I know that's what you wanted. <laughs> I wanted discussion. I wanted so, people to go, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, well, then they look yeah, you up and go, oh, oh, maybe I'll listen now. It worked. That's yeah, That's One of the guys in the class just said that, like, which is badass if that's helping departments. So he was, before even knowing who I was, he... Uh, he went to his leadership, like on the range, or you know, and said, "Why don't we? Why, we just, why don't we? Why not we just dropping magazines? Why are we doing this whole two magazines in the hand bullshit?" Yeah. Right? And they and they got in this big argument. Uh, so he went back home, started researching mag changes, and the video came up of mine. <laughs> so he started doing research. Where's this guy come from? He's like, "Holy shit! Like this guy is, you know, comes from a legit fucking unit, has a bunch of experience, and he's dropping a magazine. So he went back to leadership there you and go. said, hey, this is what they're doing. Why aren't we? And then they actually listened, which is badass. If that video helps, you know, departments finally get their head out of their ass, or other people, you know, like on the, just on make changes uh, in general, that's, that, that's a win for me. And like doing that video was fucking totally worth it, even though I, a lot of people were like going fucking crazy over that shit. You know, when it's, and I don't know if I told, do this but like i i hit up like after seeing like the, and i don't ever read and this was like my wife like reading the responses and telling me because i don't i try not to to read responses on shit like that and i was like am i the only one doing it makes i mean, lived in a bubble <laughs> i don't care what other people do and how other people do it i do my own thing right yeah so after that came out i started calling people that were still back at the unit and in in SF that that I, that I still knew I'm like, how do you guys do fucking combat reloads? And they're like, you dropped a magazine, put a new magazine in And I was like, all right. Fucking <laughs> I'm not losing my mind. Like I'm not if if every if all of us are doing that, shouldn't everyone else be doing that? Like you know, like 'cause the the people that are saying that whole what are they uh, like combat reload or uh like the admin reload, you know the two magazines in their hand. If if you're saying that's the right way and you have no experience and all the people that have experience are dropping magazines to the ground who do you think's right yeah you know yeah they call that a clue which now that you post now once you post this i'm gonna have a bunch of (laughs) oh we'll we'll have haters we'll have haters (laughs) you know it'll take me two hours just to get through but that was good if 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 that video helps uh, helps people get it changed at their departments it's it's a fucking win by me
0: absolutely absolutely and it took that little segment that we lifted from the full-length instructional to put that out there freaking great to to get people to watch (laughs) because i remember it worked when we first put that out there i'm like shit no one knows who he is how can i get a reaction hmm watch that clip oh that's yeah that's gonna get a reaction that's gonna get a reaction and i did
1: i totally like when i watched it. i was like god damn i do kind of sound arrogant and that was not the intent at all i just didn't know there was another method well, you know, I mean that's how much of a bubble I lived
0: in, you know. And what's funny is I used to read the comments on YouTube when we posted it on YouTube and then I posted it on Facebook and I'd read the comments and they'd be like the knuckleheads ragging on you. But then there'd be the guys responding going, "Look at his bio."
1: Yeah. You know, uh, yes. Yeah, some of those
0: too. Uh, unfortunately, it, the internet brings in those 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 types, oh, yeah. you know, the ones sitting in their parents' basements right. with the Cheetos. For the benefit of the viewer or listener, here is the actual video we put out there back around 2016, uh, right after the very first video shoot we did with Keller, and we put out a segment on YouTube and Facebook about reloads. You're gonna love this.
1: Let's cover some reloads real quick. I purposely leave this for the end of the video Because in my eyes with a carbine, you have 30 rounds in this magazine. The reloads aren't that important. Now, should you know how to do them and be proficient at it? Yes, without a doubt. Do you need to spend two hours on the range doing reloads? No. If you're doing competition shooting where you know from you're gonna go from stage to stage and you're gonna be doing forced reloads, then yes, you can spend a crap ton of time doing reload drills. Guys that aren't doing competition, even, even military guys, law enforcement guys, you don't need to be spending a ton of time doing reloads. If you're gonna spend the time on anything, do it on ready up drills, okay? So I say that you do need to be proficient at doing mag changes. Uh, there's two different types. Some people call them different. So if you a combat reload, it's when you actually have rounds left in your gun. There's a lull in the fight. You have cover. That's when you're going to do a tactile reload. Okay, so you're not out. The bolt's not locked to the rear. You're just changing mags because you think you might need a fresh one. So how that's gonna work, some people teach on a combat reload, get behind cover, grab your one mag, come to here, drop this one, put the fresh one in. Why Why would you do that? You never know what's coming your way, even if you're behind cover. Tactical reload, is just means that you still have rounds left, all right? Don't worry about where that magazine goes. You wanna get your gun back into operation, even if you're behind cover, because you never know what's gonna happen out there, especially if you're not watching, you have good situation awareness out there, you never know. So if you're gonna change mags, get your gun into operation and then pick up your mag. Okay, so it'll be the same, Tactical or speed, the only difference is when it's a speed reload, your bolt's gonna lock to the rear. So, tactical or tactical reload, just like this gun's gonna be up. The the biggest thing that I see for tactical or speed reload guys are up, they're shooting mag change, drop their gun or their magazine and their gun at the same time, they go for the new one here. Well, if your gun's down here and you're putting the magazine in down here, well, can you see what's going on? You have no situational awareness out in front of you. Keep the gun up. Mag comes out, gun stays up. You're still watching everything that's going on around that. At the same time, you're going for the new mag, right? By the time that, if you get fast at it, by the time that magazine, hits the ground, you should already be coming up with a new one. The gun is still facing downrange. My eyes are still facing the threat or anything that happened. If it's behind cover, yes, you can drop it a little bit. But still, like I was saying, Tax Reload, get that magazine in there, get the gun back into operation. Now you're ready to fight. If there's still a lull, you're still behind cover, now pick up your magazine and store it. Uh, Yeah, just don't get in the habit of grabbing that magazine, putting the new one in there and then storing the magazine. Uh, I don't know where that started, but you drop the magazine, put a new one in there, get the gun back into operation.
0: And that was the video. I gotta admit, when we put that out there, we purposely released that subject matter, that content, knowing that it's going to cause controversy. When you're talking about reloads, everyone has an opinion. Those that don't even know anything about firearms have an opinion. So we thought, what the heck? No one knows who Bob Keller is. We're trying to kick off Keller and, and Gamut Resolutions, the brand. So let's cause a little controversy. Let's get people talking. Let's get people Googling... Uh, Keller, and, and going to his website to see who he is and what his background is. And in the end, it was kind of funny. You gotta admit, the feedback, the comments, the comments we re- actually posted, the comments that we just deleted because they were coming from jackasses, but it was, in the end, worth it. Looking back, it was actually very funny. Anyway, back to the interview. Now, I don't now. I do
1: want to break something.
0: Contrary to what has been said out there, I can attest with the exception of inside story when we filmed at bourbon columbia yeah and we killed a bottle of angel's envy at like nine in the morning yes it was <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that but yes it was uh bob is typically not drunk on the set so if you hear his mannerisms he's not drunk if you think he's drunk fuck off he's not <laughs> oh my god that, that's the ones that i would get And no, i think they're just they're just jealous i don't know but they're like, you know, he, he's, he's coming off like he's drunk. The other one's like, no, he's cocky. It's like, no, it's called confidence. He knows what he's talking
1: about. <laughs> My bad again. I try not to. Be, I try not to be that guy. Uh, but yeah, when you start talking about stupid stuff that's out there, I mean, I I, I am kind of passionate about the shooting. Like I tell people uh, in classes all the time. Like I don't I don't do this for the fun of it. Right. Like I am very serious about everything I do. I, mean, I do fuck I fuck around. Uh, i usually leave every class you know friends with everyone uh usually no one hates me like we're all we're all we end up being buddy buddies but that's not my intent giving a class it's not to give you fun two days like i don't want you to leave the class and go, Man, that was freaking that was the best ba- the, the best fucking class ever like that was the coolest shit. um i'm not i'm not here at classes, or I don't give classes to make friends. i not, not there to fucking to make money. I mean, I've done this for real, and I've I've been in hundreds of gunfights where it's serious shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and like talking about the basic stuff, like a two-day intro class. If it's boring for someone and they leave the de- they leave the class after two days, and they're like man, that was that shit was boring. I could give two shits. I don't care. I know what I what I taught you in those two days could end up saving your life someday. You know, it's, it's not me, it's not to sell another class. Right. You know, right. I don't, it's not, there is no wow factor. You know, it's, I mean, it's, you freaking shoot and you take, you take it serious.
0: Well, what I also like, and I've had the pleasure of, between your regular civilian classes and law enforcement classes and the mm-hmm. Operation Blue classes, which are just law enforcement only, yep. the free law enforcement training, uh, Operation Blue. What I like is day one in the morning, to end of day one afternoon, then day two morning to day two afternoon, you are on the students. You're watching them. You're going after each one, making sure they're doing what they need to do. You're correcting them. Look, I've had the, the, the pleasure of working with a lot of instructors over the years, and I'm the first that can call this out. Not all instructors do that. Okay, some instructors will just hang back. I've heard. Okay, they'll just, okay, (laughs) they'll let let the students do their thing and they'll just sit back and chill, you know, or even worse, they'll get on Instagram, they got to do their social media while the class is going on. It's like, what the fuck is that? You know, what I appreciate is what you and other instructors that we film do. Uh, I'm not just saying you, but what I appreciate is the fact that you're there on these students, making sure they're learning from the beginning of day one to the end of day two. Yeah. And you care? Nope. Yep. Okay, I'm sure some of you are thinking that wasn't cool. You're you're tossing instructors under the bus. Nah, I'm not really trying to do that. The bottom line is, if a guy pays a couple hundred dollars, four or five, five hundred fifty dollars, uh, whatever it is, if a guy pays. For two days of training, that's two days of training, not a day, not a day and a quarter, Um, not for the instructor to be worrying about his social media presence and worrying about getting stuff posted during the class. Fuck that. Do that after the class on your time, not on the student's time. Here's another segment from one of Bob Keller's class where Bob is, is right there with the students. Check it out.
1: Keep the gun up on target, buttstock stays in the shoulder, do your speed reload. Actually hit the bolt release, actually get on target, gun would go back on fire, finger goes on trigger. All right? You were just in a gunfight. you had to do a speed reload, that's what you would do. All right, stand by. That whole frickin' saying uh, you can't miss fast enough is straight up true. Right, you can be the fastest shooter in the world, but if you can't hit what you're f-ing shooting at, it means nothing. But I want you going past that frickin' speed that you're used to, right? It's the only way you get faster. So, if you have the actually down, start working on speed, drive that gun up, you see red on black, pull the trigger, don't hesitate. Now, once you start missing seven, six out of 10, then that next dot, you go back to slow aim fire. You hit 10 out of 10. Right, once you get 10 out of 10 again, the next dot, then you start working on speed again. If you're used to shooting this fast and accurate on a three inch dot, now you have to shoot someone in the chest or face, huge target. You can't miss, and you know how fast you're gonna be when you have to aim for someone's chest, when you're used to shooting at this? So this is the whole reason why I use these freaking the small dots and the whole aim, small, miss, small thing. So when I have to shoot someone in the face, it's a huge target. All right, so everyone should have done a. a reload, have a fresh 30 round magazine, gonna be uh, next row down to the left. Same thing, sing around shots. If you have the accuracy down, start working on speed. Stand by, up. There you go, yep, immediately reacquire, good. All right, good job going on safe, but now keep that gun up for the reacquire. So it goes, boom, and then back on target immediately. Once you know you could've taken a shot, then it goes on safe come down. At 15 yards on this six inch dot, you should be able to do a five round string, no problem without that red dot ever leaving the target. If it's jumping, pay attention. If it's jumping outside the target, you need to fix something. Like I said, I can't tell you, well, I think if your foot was a little bit over here, that's gonna be that magic spot. You gotta figure out what you're doing. So don't just keep plugging away and keep missing. If it's jumping off target, be like, I'm gonna see if this works a little better, be more aggressive. I'm gonna get way over my feet. You gotta be constantly readjusting that until you get to that level, right? Don't just stay in the same stance and same grip and just keep doing it wrong. This is your time to practice, right? But that should be where you wanna get it. 15 yards on a six inch dot, being able to do a controlled five without that red dot ever leaving that circle.
0: Hell, even when the class is over at the end of day one or the end of day two, you still have guys here going, hey, can you help me with this? Or can you help me with that? Or how do I unfuck this? Yep. And you're there helping them. So that's cool. That's very cool. Yep. You know?
1: That's uh, that is a big part. And I'd, it'll never go away. I mean, I think I think, like you're saying other instructors don't do that anymore, but probably started out doing it. But then after years and years of doing it, you know, yeah. and it's the same class over and over. They get a little complacent. Yeah, like here's the drill. And I've heard other students that come to my classes that have been to other classes. Yeah. Where like one of them, no shit. They said the guy would show them what to do and then go sit back at the picnic bench while they were shooting. (laughs) I've seen those. I've seen those. I was
0: like, holy shit. I get it. That's getting your money's worth. So remember now, remember, years down the road, Mm -hmm. when I start calling you Hollywood, you're doing that. Yeah.
1: So stop. <laughs> as soon as I said, <laughs> so, so you'll never, Hollywood,
0: it'll never you'll happen. know what I it'll mean. It'll never happen. <laughs> like I was saying, I mean, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm very, uh, I take this very serious. Yeah. Like the instruction side. And when I go shoot, I take it serious. I don't, I don't ever go to the, the range just to plink away and fuck off. Right. Like when I'm shooting, it's a hundred percent fucking focused on what I'm doing. And the same thing when I teach. And that's what I expect out of the students.
0: Now, what do you see I mean, you've been doing classes for a while now. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, we've been filming videos for a while now. So, from the time you started doing classes till now, you've taught shitloads of people. What is still the common problem, whether it's civilian or law enforcement, what is still the common problem you see these students having when they come to the range?
1: Uh, the biggest one is the range stuff. Like treating your shooting be- like as you're shooting on the range. Instead of and it's hard to do, but instead of pretending those are like or, or knowing they're paper targets, pretending that they're fucking someone shoot at you. Right. You know, so when it comes to bolt locks or slide locks, that the rangeitis shit, well, you know, it's a paper target. Right. So why do I need to get the gun back in operation? Why do I need to do a speed reload like that? It's it's the simple answer for the number one reason for both law enforcement and civilians rangeitis thinking that you're on the fucking range or knowing that you're on the range. Like not doing everything exactly like you would do in a gunfight.
0: The dreaded range-itis. Remember, you're not shooting at paper targets. Well, you are shooting at paper targets, but mentally you're not shooting at paper targets. You're shooting at someone intending to harm you and you're trying to stop the threat. Here's another segment from Bob Keller's class.
1: Anytime that magazine or anytime that bolt locks to the rear, you should you should buy now if you shot enough know the difference for how how that feels in the bolt locks to the rear. Anytime you feel that, do a mag change. I don't care if you don't if you don't have a magazine on your pouch or if it's an empty magazine, fucking go through the procedure. All right, when you're out here, like I said, you're not shooting at paper targets. These are threats. All right, you're in a gunfight. Well, if that bolt locks the rear in a gunfight, what would you do? You'd fucking reload, right? And get back on target, right? So it shouldn't be anything different when you're out here. So anytime you're online and that bolt locks the rear, I want you doing a, uh, uh, a speed reload. So like I said, we're not, this isn't a, we're not doing uh, the reload drills yet, but I want you to start doing them just so you get some practice. So anytime the bolt locks the rear, just like the immediate action drill, that butt sock should stay in the shoulder. Shouldn't come here. It shouldn't fucking be here. It should be on target, stock on the, in the shoulder. All right, gun always goes on safe before dropping that magazine. I know it's going to be different for you guys. Almost every I'd say 99% of the people I teach like, God, I've never fucking done that before. All right, well hopefully if I can when I we, when we get into the reloads, I'll explain why. Um, try to try to start doing it now before we before we do the reload drills. Uh, just so you're ahead of the game. All right, so bolt bolt locks to the rear, gun goes on safe, drop magazine, new magazine goes in, hit that bolt release, even though if you didn't have a full magazine, you put an empty magazine, go through the procedure, right? That's what you'd have to do in a gunfight. So magazine goes in, bolt goes forward, back on target. I get on target, my gun goes on fire, finger goes on trigger. Because if I was just engaging a real threat, that's what I'd have to do, right? So why would I do anything different out here? So I want you to, Get used to doing that out here. Uh, before we get into reloads, just freaking make that a habit. If there's no one telling you that when you're on the range shooting by yourself, that's what you should be doing. Because usually, if you're on the range by yourself, you know those are paper targets. Fucking so boom, 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 bolt locks to the, bolt locks to the rear. It's, eh, fuck, I, I can do this because no one's shooting at me. Well, it's bad muscle memory. I'm telling you, muscle memory will take over in a gunfight. You guys know that story about, fuck, I don't know how long ago, the, the guy with the revolver, the cop on the street. Well, that's fucking bad muscle memory. That's range-itis bullshit. You guys know what I'm talking about, too? Guy fucking was, like, top on the range, like, any time he'd go with his revolver, or it was picking up brass is what it was. You put him in his pocket. Yeah, oh, pick okay, up the brass, okay. put it in your pocket, right? When well, get he gets in a gunfight, that's what he fucking does. Because muscle memory will take over in a stressful situation, all right? So don't, don't, don't do, don't get this and get bad muscle memory out here just because you're shooting at paper targets. All
0: right. How many, We. All, everyone talks about this on social media, because half the Instagram famous instructors do this shit, but the famous scan left, scan right. Yep. They'll shoot a drill, bring that gun in, left, right.
1: Okay, I know. What, <sighs> what the fuck? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. And I, I do not have like cops that do it, or any, I mean, anyone who's... Train that way and likes to do that. I have nothing against it at all. I, mean, I, I think it kind of looks silly. I don't Maybe if you're if your situational awareness sucks When you get in a gunfight and then you have to do that to scan and make sure nothing's going on uh, By all means, there's nothing wrong with it. The, the biggest thing I see For people that have been trained to do that and do it year after year They get so ingrained taking the shot and then doing this Mm -hmm. that they don't keep the gun up to get another frickin' to to reacquire the target
0: right right right
1: you know so when they start doing it it's muscle memory so now taking shots boom 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 boom. they're looking left looking right well you you still haven't freaking made sure that the dude you were just shooting at yeah fucking dead yeah yeah. so uh, nothing wrong with scanning left and right on you know on the range or on target as long as you know for a fact like that so reacquire or reacquiring the target means after you after you get done shooting you get another sight alignment sight picture on target instead of just coming off target i mean that's what most people do on the range anyhow boom boom boom, they come right back to right back to the chest it should be boom 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 back on target immediately eyes on eyes on sight sights back on target once that happens and you know the threat is freaking gone well that's when you can come back here and scan left stand right now i don't do that and i don't teach that um, but I, I don't I don't disagree with it or I don't I don't mind if people do it as long as they're reacquiring the target first
0: Right. Well, see, you see that a lot another one I've seen is they engage the target and automatically follow the target down. Yeah, Even though the target didn't go anywhere I,
1: Again, right I, I, to me bad muscle memory. Yeah. I mean, yeah if the, if the target does fall down absolutely fall to the ground. That's your reacquire, right? You, right. You're you're falling down the ground. But if you do that on the range thousands of times, that's going to be your muscle memory, right? Boom, 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 fucking follow that thing around. (laughs) What if the guy's still up on his feet? Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, muscle memory, bad muscle memory and and bad rangitis shit on the range will follow you on the gunfight.
0: Our streaming video subscribers of MakeReady.tv will now get exclusive access to the video versions of our podcasts. In addition, subscribers will have access to our episodes before they air on iTunes or any other free platform. Be sure to visit MakeReady.tv and subscribe today to stream our exclusive content to any device, anywhere, anytime. Here's a snippet from one of our instructional videos with Bob Keller. How do you normally get to watch this full-length video? Subscribe, buy the DVD, get the digital download, or take one of his classes.
1: Most most people call it the rhythm drill. All right, so multiple targets. uh, You're, how how I was explained or how I was taught is you get into a rhythm, so it's, However, many targets you have out there, it's let's say two or three shots, boom, 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 or boom, 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 and then move on to the next one, boom, 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 and then move on to the next one. And it's a nice rhythmic motion throughout the whole uh, series of targets. Absolutely the wrong way to train, right? So I've been in this situation, so now I know there is no rhythm to a gunfight. Okay, there's no rhythm to shooting multiple targets. You can only kill or shoot at one person at a time. All right, you can't kill two people at one time. So if you have multiple targets and you're the only one around, you're pretty much screwed, especially if they all have guns. All right, there is no boom, boom, move on to the next target, boom, boom, move on to the next target. What if that one guy that you shot with two rounds or three rounds is still shooting at you? You're not going to move on to the next target. So by practicing that way, you're doing it wrong. You're, uh, you're building the wrong muscle memory. All right. Like I said, with everything, when, they, when you're in that stressful situation, muscle memory takes over. So if you're used to doing a cadence drill on multiple targets, that's what you're going to do. Boom, 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 boom. And that first guy that you were shooting at is still shooting at you. What good does that do? You can only kill one guy at a time. All right, so it's one of those things you just, you got to have the guts to stand there while other people are shooting at you and take that one guy out first. Then you move on to the next target. When you're shooting multiple targets, uh, in a real life situation, you have to make that decision of what guy you're going to go to first. All right, Is is it the guy that's, Ten yards away from you and has a pistol, or is it the guy that's thirty yards away that has an AK? That's you making that decision in a split second, All right? So, um, that's right off the bat, that snapshot. Who am I going to go to first? Once you're there, you get you eliminate that threat, and then you move on. But there is no cadence to shooting multiple targets. So if that's the way you are training still and I was one of those guys as well, Stop doing that. All right, so on a range, it is hard because indoor ranges or even most outdoor ranges aren't big enough to get targets all over the place. So how we're shooting right now, it's totally staged. All right, you're gonna be going, I mean, this is their three yards apart all in a row. Well, guess what? In real life, when you're shooting at guys, they don't stand still. Okay, so this is staged, it's canned. The only, what this is doing is just getting you to drive the gun right to left, left to right. So it's kind of like that ready up drill. As you're coming out of the holster, you want that, those sights to land on target. Well, it's the same thing when you're doing, when you're going from one target to the other, as you're driving it to the right or to the left, you want those sights to land on that target. If you overshoot the target or undershoot it, it's time wasted for you to get it back on target. So that's what you're working on when you're doing this on the range. All right, just keep in mind, um, they're not going to stand still. They will be moving. Know that. And know that it's not just going to be one, two, or three rounds. It might be five rounds on one guy before you take him down. And then you move on to the next target. Uh, another thing to do... And s- to get out, not only get away from the cadence drill, but get away from every target's just two rounds or every target's just three rounds. Mix it up. Uh, kind of like the the El, or El Prez drill where you're either starting on the right and going to the left and you're going all the, way, all the way across. Mix that up. Start in the middle, go to the right, then go to the left. Then the next time you do it, start on the left, go to the right, go to the middle. Alternate them all the time. And never use the same amount of rounds on each target. It'll get you out of that habit of just doing boom, 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 boom. So let's say we'd pick left, right, middle. We could do five, three, one. All right, the next time you do it, (coughs) pick three, eight, two. Just always mix it up so you're not getting in that, that mindset, the muscle memory, or the train response of just doing two, 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 or three, three, three. All right, mix up the cadence. Or mix up the amount of uh, rounds you're shooting on each target and mix up which targets you're going to.
0: All right. You're retiring. You're teaching.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: We're at a gun range. Yeah. I hear rumors. I see Instagram. <laughs> I see you're moving dirt. Oh yeah. What are you doing? Same
1: thing you're doing. Range. Starting to range, so yeah. Uh, which once the thing's done, you gotta come down for the grand opening for sure. Oh hell yeah! That'd be good for video, actually. It'd be, that'd, yeah. Would be. Oh yeah, we can cool. film that. Yeah, and you're you're used to going down to Florida. I mean, that's isn't that oh, where you started going down? Five like back years. And forth? Yeah.
0: Five years driving down there.
1: So it's uh, I mean, it's gonna be a pretty. It's on, It's it's only 60 acres. I mean, it's not like a huge thousand acre um uh, farm or anything, but. We're pushing, there will be, once it's done, we'll have 17 different bays out there. Nice. And it's going to be membership only. Uh, you'll be able to, like, like ins- same thing you're doing, like instructors can come out, it'll be the same thing there. So uh, hopefully getting people throughout the country, other instructors to come give instruction uh, out at the range. Be to, but it won't be, cause I don't know, you guys, you guys open to the public or is it membership only?
0: Uh, we offer day passes so if someone wants okay. to come out for the day they go through the range rules they they give us their driver's license we give them an RFID card temporary one to get into the, into the property yeah. and they can shoot for the day oh, okay yeah we do that
1: yeah uh, yeah so I mean as of now I just want to keep it membership only sure and then for the instruction and then obviously uh, hitting on the, the competition side you know the the three-gun stuff and the IPSC and USPSA matches and all that with
0: well, that so, amount of bays you can definitely then, handle that yeah uh so now where it's I not mean, wo really it's
1: just nice to have your own range to get for class wise i mean I, I do enjoy traveling all over the country and you know seeing other ranges and getting out there and see you know meeting other people from other other states but God, I mean it does take a toll like drive you know oh, before. It does. especially it does. before I was retired because I was doing it on the weekends and then driving straight back yeah. to be at work on monday, yeah so. Yeah, I maybe mean, it will be nice to have a range, dude, to, to hopefully get people to come down there, and then I won't have to won't have to travel. But once the range is open, I I do plan on always traveling to different states and doing outside outside classes. But yeah, yeah, it'll be it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's, awesome. coming, it's coming along. I mean, we're mo- we're moving some dirt now. It's shouldn't be shouldn't be much longer. The uh, Going through the county and the permits and the freaking engineers and all that. <laughs> I know a little, a little bit about trapper. that. <laughs> that that's, been, that's been a learning experience for sure. Which, if you take it as a learning experience, act, that's actually kind of cool too.
0: Yeah. yeah, Well, and you do it once. It is, get it over with.
1: Right, but it is a pain in the ass. Yeah.
0: So now, where is it located, though?
1: Uh, it's, it's in Fort Meade, Florida. Okay. And that's about an hour south of Orlando and about an hour, hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes east of Tampa
0: oh okay that's, that's so, easy
1: but they'll be yeah i mean it, it's not too bad for guys flying in and you know renting a car uh but we plan on having uh cabins out there nice and if it's not gonna be cabins it'll be it'll be trailers or or rvs out there because we're getting hit with the frickin sprinkler systems in the cabins Chain cheap, so, oh. so we might just buy RVs, oh. put them out there, and that's yeah. where that's yeah, where yeah. you can stay. Yeah. And then there will be RV hookups out there as well. Nice, so, nice. So yeah, even though it's a little bit of drive from a major airport, you can stay on property.
0: No, so, that's if you're saving money there. That that's yeah, and that's perfect. That's perfect. So when do you plan on being open?
1: Uh, hopefully the end of April. Okay, but I mean we were supposed to we were supposed to be because we have. I'd already had a bay out there before getting the big equipment out there mm-hmm. um because at, at that point it's still a private property like it's not commercial property yet until everything gets done at county level um so we do already we have four ranges out there uh so once once we actually everything gets done permit wise we'll be up and running so uh, yeah hopefully end of, end of April but it Fuck, I mean, you never know. We, we were, our engineer originally said we'd have permits by January. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's March. Right. And now we say in April. So, fuck, who knows?
0: <laughs> so, rifle bay, what are you going to have for rifle distance?
1: Oh, yeah. So, the bays, so there'll be 17 different bays out there. There's going to be three instructor bays, which are going to be pretty much like this 360 or close to 360 uh, bays. Those are going to be 60 by 60. There'll be a hundred yard range out there there'll be two 40 by 40 ranges out there and then the rest will be 25 yard pistol bays all the way down to like 15 by 15 pistol bays oh that works so yeah it's there should be it, it was the site plan like where the ranges are gonna be has been approved so uh, ultimately if there's no one if it is just like a clasping out there like vehicle class you'll be able to drive straight through these ranges on the road and be doing vehicle movement like shooting shooting and moving from the vehicles nice. on the bays uh, on it and that that you'll be able to do that on almost 10 bays. Very nice. So yeah, it'll be it'll be good for vehicle stuff. Um and then by having that many bays, I'm going to keep the membership low. So if you are a member out there, chances are if you go out there, you'll have a bay to yourself. Right. So we'll, we'll see if, if nothing happens I have arranged myself right <laughs>
0: that's how <laughs> I started cl-
1: to give classes and yep. so I mean to me it's a win-win well, win-win situation I, haven't, uh, I did so I have a partner on the rain side of it and he has like he's helped out huge on all the heavy equipment stuff so okay. very little overhead uh, right now so yeah but if it you know, if we're not, if we're not killing it on people coming in to give classes or membership wise, I look at it as like, hey, I got, I got my own range to give classes at. You'll do well. I mean, especially in the winter too, because uh, a lot of places, anywhere up north or out west or out, you know, east where it snows, you're done. I mean, all you got is summer. So Absolutely. you got to have somewhere to go. So
0: No, I think you'll do fine. I mean, with your membership, your club, you'll have people that are going to want to go there and shoot. You're going to be teaching classes. People are going to want to take classes there yeah i mean that's going to be
1: it'll be it'll be a cool facility i mean the the burn or the the bays are are pretty freaking they're pretty stellar
0: nice nice yeah. so you have one goal now to achieve and that's to be called fallujah or war zone oh, that's what you yeah,
1: need to reach no. you need that i mean that is a, that's the scary thing i mean i, I do i, I do classes all over the country right so i mean i hear horror stories yeah. about you know ranges people that own ranges all it takes is one one nasty neighbor yeah you know yeah yeah i've, I've heard a lot lot of stories and i'm hearing it from you it's like it, it does make you cringe like yeah because i'm in the process of doing oh <laughs> yeah doing, yeah, like, oh,
0: yeah. You, you tell people you're building a range it's almost like you're building a nuclear power plant
1: it's it's un, unreal
0: yeah yeah well moving forward yeah your ass still has to come here to film videos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I want to come down well, that's in and what hang I said, out. I'm, I'm but...
1: always, always going to be traveling. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll always set up classes for out here because some you of know, the people like coming out here. Right. Well, so, yeah. So that's always going to happen. There just won't be as many. I mean, shit, I think I'm, I'm on the road one month, I think seven, seven classes in one month. And that's not, like, that's spread out. <laughs> so, Like I'll be in New Jersey one week and then fricking Texas the next week. Wow. Wow. Uh, so I'll, if it works out and people are coming to my range, I'll I'll back that off to like two classes a month where I'm you know, traveling all over the place.
0: Right. Instead
1: of fricking five or six. Well,
0: and if you set that range up right, it'll be on autopilot. You don't have to be there to babysit it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the end that's, goal.
1: That's, that is the end goal. For you know? sure.
0: So... That is awesome news. Well, as soon as you have that place ready, yeah. we'll come down for the grand opening. Yep. Bring the crew, film it. Yeah,
1: we'll do We'll do a bunch of demos out there and bring in a bunch of industry stuff for the grand opening. That'd be, that would be a good thing. Yeah.
0: To, oh, to yeah. Film. Yeah. Day. Cool. Easy day. Yep, Easy day. Cool. We, we can do that.
1: people jumping in and stuff. So it is going to be a designated drop zone. Really? Out there. Yeah. So, grand opening should be pretty freaking pretty cool. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, actually gives you some ideas to film, that (laughs) actually. Yep. Can I take one of my camera guys and you toss him out of a plane? (laughs) I'm sure some of the guys could actually do the tandem. That wouldn't be bad. I have some crew that may want to do that. I have an editor that may want to do that. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) He's shaking his head. Don't be a bitch, come (laughs) on, you want to do this. You know you want to jump out of a plane. Uh, I'll pass. But thank you for the offer. Oh, man. Well, dude, it's good to have a chance to sit down with you.
1: Yeah. Well, that's another, another good reason for coming up here every year. You know?
0: we, we have not done podcasts before. Ten years of video production, filming instructional videos. We started filming with our 1080 uh, HD cameras, down in florida out in the everglades with the gators and then we switched over to 4k down there on our last video shoot in florida we were filming in 4k and then we started filming here now god years yeah so five years now shit yeah five years we've been filming here and it's just it's continued to grow so we never really i gotta admit i never took podcasts serious okay
1: I didn't either. That's what we were just talking about earlier.
0: Yeah. It's, but, you know, I watch Joe Rogan. I watch other podcasts. I watch podcasts from the gun industry, and I got to admit, they make me cringe. A lot of times, it's just like some dude sitting in his kitchen with the headsets yeah, 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 and, yeah. and talking to a mic. Yep. Um, but that said, we have the technology, we have the ability. Why not?
1: Well, And people like them. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they work. They're, they're great. And how you're doing it like the video podcast that's even better yeah you know I, mean? I mean people people like to see it. So I, I was amazed like when podcast first came out or even my even my mom like she because i have we have a podcast down in, in sarasota um and she, she's like listen to this thing she's like this is this is what we used to do as kids <laughs> you know, like you like how it, things have evolved, like we're going back to listening to the radio instead of watching TV. That's true. TV. I was like, that's true. that is freaking Never is thought weird. about that. You're right. You're like, right. Podcasts are so huge now, and it's exactly what they had
0: to do before TV, you know? That's true. <laughs> well, the clue that I got was a student. In fact, he was in one of your classes, and it was during lunch. He was telling me that he's one of our subscribers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's badass. And he's like, yeah, I, I listen to your videos all the time. I'm like... Wait, you, you listen to the videos? <laughs> right. y- you, don't get the, you don't get the video part, you yeah. just get the audio? What's yeah. the problem? He's like, oh, no, no, I'm driving. And every time I'm driving, I just put my phone on the, on the, uh, on the perch. To and I, I, I listen to the, to the videos. Yeah. I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> There's merit to this shit. Oh, yeah. You know, so here yeah, we are. They're, they're big. You know, our, our, our very first podcast, yeah, video podcast. It's freaking awesome. I mean, we're going to work the bugs out. We're going to get better at this shit. Or, or we're really the, not going to get better at this. We're just going to keep doing it this way.
1: And they'll get better people than me on the on the damn thing. Or they'll fire my ass and
0: they'll just have someone like like some you know big boobed host or something. Good to have you out here, man. I think we need to go have some dinner, yeah, some cigars, yeah, and some it. bourbon. All
1: nah, right, I like it.
0: You like that? <laughs> yep. We're out of here. Take care. Yeah. For more from Bob Keller, go check out his website, Gamut Resolutions, or come to the Pantio website, pantio.com, or MakeReady.tv. Look up Keller. Lots of content from him. Definitely valuable stuff. And if you're smart, you'll have a subscription with our streaming video service. Go to the range. Take your iPad or your smartphone. Pull up a chapter. Pull up a uh, training drill. And replicate the drill on the range. That is, if the range lets you. I know the Panteo Sportsman's Club does. Maybe some indoor ranges don't. But that's another problem. Have fun.
1: Hope you enjoyed it. Panteo.